hello? Are you, are you open? Yes, miss, yes, yes. Come in, come in. Oh, uh, hello. I um. What antiques can I interest you uh, today? I, I've I've been um looking looking for some old uh, podcasts. I I don't know if you've if you've got any of those. Oh, looking for a podcast? Oh, you lovely. I I oh. I am. Yes. What 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 have you got in 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 stock? Well, come back here. What sort of thing are you looking for? Are you looking? Uh, I, I, I was hoping for you know some 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 skits and silly voices. Oh, so comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah always come back here. Or, or something. Also, you know, maybe something in the queer section. Oh, something oh, oh, queer. Oh, 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 uh, um, so skits you said, comedy. Um, yes. what about um? How do you feel about things people have been watching and listening and playing? I, I'd be very much on board with that. You'd be into that, would you? Okay, I think I think I might have just the thing for mm. you. Um, oh, well, try this. <gasps> that that's wonderful. That's exactly what I was looking for. What what, what is it? This is as queer and pleasant strangers, but never mind the quality. Feel the length. Oh. About an hour. Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Harris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where a couple of queer trans ladies talk about our weeks and do some silly skits and voices and have a bit of a catch up. That's us. How are you doing, Jane? Oh, uh, better. You better? Yeah, I had a bit of a wibbly weekend, but doing yeah, better for You made rest. it through the wibbles. You made it through the wibbles. You made it through the wibbles. Made it through the wibbles. I made it, made it, made it through the wibble, wibble, wibbles. Okay. Huzzah. I, I'm very tired. I had, like, a very lengthy, like, afternoon, evening-y nap yesterday and then slept through the night still, because I'm very tired at the moment. You've been working double shifts, so... Yeah, I've been working my socks off. <laughs> it's true, there are no socks on oh, right just now. Just slip, just slip. Only some little bunny slippers. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, feeling, you're feeling better now. Yeah, I had my pills and, 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 and did some self-care and doing alright. Huzzah. A rumble. Shall we talk about what we've been up to this week? Yeah, what have you been fiddling with? What have I been fiddling with with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, been, I've been playing some games. What have I been playing? Uh, I played a couple of new things this week for the first time in goodness knows how long. Um, so I've been playing a game called Lapis X Labyrinth, or Lapis Labyrinth. I don't know if you're supposed to pronounce the X because of Hunter X Hunter slash Hunter Hunter has sort of broken me recently. Um, but yeah, Lapis X Labyrinth is a game that is on Switch. I think it's on other things, but I've been playing it on Switch. It's a sort of side-scrolling, like, beat-em-up dungeon exploration game in the vein of something like a, maybe a Spelunky. You're trying to go down through these these things, beating monsters and collecting treasure along the way. Breaking the floors and walls. Uh, less... Dis- well, you do destroy the, some yeah, of the walls and floors. Yeah, box things. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're right. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but... It- the thing that makes this one unique, well, there's two things. Gameplay-wise, you have a li- your your four adventurers are basically a stack. Like you have one adventurer who has a body, and the other ones they wear as like heads as hats. So they're just like a totem pole of adventurers. Okay. Um, and you can like change which which one you're controlling. They have different move sets. You can sort of build different archetypes up, which is fun. Uh, or you can throw the ones that are on your head to get them to do a, a special attack. Mm. Or you can do a combination attack as a group, or you can do your specials or your regular combo. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff you can be doing, and by switching between four characters in a run, like there's a lot of utility you can build up learning these characters. The thing that makes it interesting, though, is the fever mechanic. The... Yeah, it, it looks like a unicorn's just got explosive diarrhea all over it. Yeah, so basically, if you keep beating stuff up and killing monsters every now and then, and like it, it's not, it's common enough that you don't feel like it's being held away from you, but you, you do have to, you know, work a little bit for it. This meter will go off, and it's basically like you hit the jackpot at a casino. Lights start flashing, colours everywhere, gems Jeez. start flying. It's like, ah, oh, I'm getting so many rewards! And you just... 
you become temporarily invincible and you just run around with rainbow coloured gems filling up the whole screen. You can't tell what the fuck's going on and it's great. Now, <laughs> I've seen videos of this game and yeah. it looks a lot visually. Oh, hello Smudge. Hi Smudge. Smudge what, has... what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> so what were you saying? It looks a lot visually. It looks a lot visually and, and how is that to sort of handle? Um, here's the thing. I initially was a little bit overwhelmed by it because the whole thing is there's there's several meters on the user interface and I was initially trying to keep track of those whilst also trying to keep track of like trying to see those meters through the gems flying everywhere and it was too much to take in. Yeah. What I realized was for me there was only one of those meters I actually needed to keep an eye on which is the one for doing your big party team attack and it says the word okay when it's ready. Huh. And it recharges quick enough that like Ah, uh, do a tap of the button. Did it not work? Okay, you're not charged up yet. Hmm. So I've largely just d- d- gone, okay, fever mode is happening. Just don't pay attention to the UI. Just go mash buttons. Uh, one thing it does to really help with that is the Switch has pretty good like lo- uh, directional rumble. Mm-hmm. And so they'll use rumble to clue you into where you are, where enemies are, when you can't see that through the mist of, oh my god, so many gems. Yeah. So... I honestly just kind of find myself tuning out, like tuning out my eyes slightly and going, ah, that's pretty colours and just mashing <laughs> the buttons for a minute. And it's great. And it gives, it's it's that gambling machine dopamine hit without the risking any of your actual money. Yeah, which it's, is good. Yeah, it's, I, I, I've said this on other podcasts, I think. This game feels like it so easily could have been a free-to-play gacha game, and it's like, no, no, you'd pay once, and now it's going to give you those many, many hits of, ah, you want the jackpot? Go, 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 go! Nice. What about you? What have you been playing? I finished Wind Waker. Oh, how was that on a replay? Uh, it's still good. Um, I I never get quite over quite how brutal that ending is. Spoilers for a, what, 12, maybe more year old game? <laughs> Probably considerably more than that. Um, like Link just flat out impales Ganon through the forehead with the Master Sword. That he does. And then there's just a moment of conversation where Ganon's just like, "I can feel the wind blowing." Yeah, mate, through your meninges. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 nice it's... and calm to say. That. I mean, I'm playing the original version yeah. on the on the. Um, on the Wii, using a cube desk. <laughs> but there's just the nice calmness of sailing through the seas and sometimes just, just pulling the camera at just the right angle and just doing a slow <gasps> oh, pattern. Oh, I love doing that. that. Oh. And the occasional press of the make the ship jump button, so you just like, as if you jumped to cr- like hit jump a wave. Boaty friend, as if you like hit a wave and sort of crashed up in the air a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how, quite how you make a boat jump, but it's a magic talking boat. Yeah, so but I, I, I okay. enjoy making the boat occasionally jump. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy the yeah, just going around. <laughs> I'm a ship, but I'm just hopping. Oh. The floor is lava, but also water, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The it, characters are really nice. It's, it's aged really well. It remains a really charming and fun to play game. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't 100% it, but that wasn't really what I was looking no. for when I replayed it. Sometimes I want to replay it and do everything, and this yeah. time was just a hey, I want to go through. There, this there are certain games I will 100% every time I do them, like uh, Majora's Mask, because I want to get the cool mask yeah. that you get for There's doing it. There's a whole extra ending there. And yeah, exactly. Easier final boss play. Yeah. Occasionally, like, I won't use it in the final boss. I'll be like, no, I want the challenge, but uh, yeah. I want to have it. Smudge, just don't knock the mic and we'll all be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. That 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 has been a delight to watch you replay. It's been a delight to play. What else have you been playing? Uh, I started playing through another game that is maybe on other platforms, but I've been playing it on Switch, which is uh, called Crystal Crisis. Um, it's basically Puzzle Quest. I don't know if you ever played any of the Puzzle I Quest games. I very much enjoyed the first one. It's it's kind of like another Puzzle Quest game. You're doing fights against NPCs, but like to, in order to do your special attacks, you have to. Uh, basically the way this one works is it's kind of like a Tetris sort of game, or, or a little bit like a Poyo Poyo Poyo, in that it's a... How, how do I describe this? You drop down a pairs of coloured squares, and you have to try and get as many touching, like, face-to-face uh, connected to each other as possible, yeah. and then you have special pieces that match those colours 
to shatter like them. to shatter the whole chain of them. Oh, okay. Um, beyond that, one of the things it does that's kind of interesting is that you have um, the ability to let's say you had your your two square piece um, horizontally, mm-hmm. and you moved all the way over to the right hand side of the edge of, of the screen. And then moved one more square over. Okay, so it's you, wrapping. Yeah, your rightmost your rightmost piece would go around to the left, but the leftmost piece would still have stayed there. Like you can wrap half the piece out. Okay. You don't have to wrap the whole pair across. Ooh. So that's really interesting when you've got like a pair of coloured pieces together and yeah, it's like yeah. I can't find any good place to put this where both of them are in the right place. I'll wrap one of them around to the other side. Yeah. Um you, all of your characters have different offensive and defensive moves, mm-hmm. and basically, the more of those like chains you shatter, and the be- like, the more combos of chains you shatter, you build up a meter uh, that has like three bars. You can do one, two, or three bars by one, two, or three taps of the of the button to do either varying strengths of def- your defensive move that will help clear your side or protect you from stuff hitting you. Mm. Or that will attack the other side, make garbage for them, etc. Yeah. And it's pretty fun. Mm. Um, I have some minor issues with it. It's um, the field that you're playing on, at least in the story mode, which is primarily what I've been playing, is it's a slightly 3D board that's slightly tilted into the screen. Okay. And it makes it slightly hard sometimes to know where the innermost uh, boundary of the playfield is. I I have once or twice thought I was playing up to the edge of the board and then be like, oh no, there was still a square column I did not use. Oops. I kind of wish it was a little clearer boundaries, yeah. a little more straight on. Mm. Um, the story mode is just an excuse for these indie characters to all sort of clash a little bit. Mm. But it's a really fun little game. Like, if you enjoy your sort of tire, like dropping the pieces, colour match-up, those kind of puzzly games. Mm. It's another one of those that does some things that I haven't seen done before and is worth a little bit of a play. Nice. Yeah. It definitely scratched a bit of that Puzzle Quest itch. Excellent. What about you? What have you been playing? I played one other thing this week. I played Void Bastards. Oh, I played some of that. Tell, tell me your thoughts about Void Bastard. Uh, that is an incredibly... Visually, that's a lot of a game. Visually, it's so it's a comic book style, <laughs> cell shaded, first person roguelite shooter. It it does the thing that games, but to a more exaggerated degree, it does the thing that games like Borderlands do, where you shoot stuff and then things like words and numbers fly off them as you shoot them, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, it's very much trying to be a comic book. Like, if there is something outside your line of sight, you'll see, like, the words tap, tap, tap come across. <laughs> so it's... I suppose it would be good for um, hearing-impaired yeah. players as well, that they'd be able to see, like, directional sound in the, that respect. The visual style and, like, the commitment to the visual identity is, like, second to none. Yeah. They really knew, like, this is the game we want to make and, le- like, leaned into it. Yeah, so it feels like a cross between, like, FTL and, like, a roguelite. And um, I got I got a discount on it because I had System Shock Two. Yeah, I don't know how the two are related because I've never played System Shock Two. <laughs> Isn't that is that a bit procedurally generated first person I, sci-fi? I I I don't I don't think it's a procedurally generated thing. I'm pretty sure System Shock is is a linear narrative thing. I thought so anyway. I don't know. I've never played it. It's been a long time and I don't remember shit about it. It's one of those games that I think I got in a bundle and the bundle was for Steam Keys and I hear it doesn't run terribly well as the Steam version, so I didn't really bother. That's totally fair. Mm. But yeah, you've been enjoying it though. Yeah, I've I've not really had much time with it. I think I've maybe played an hour and a half so far and probably going to do some more on stream tonight. Yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. I've, I've... read up on some some things I should be paying more attention to, like the fact that the individual ships, which I suppose would be like your dungeons that you go to, they will have um, certain qualities about them. So you Mm. might find, like, obviously you've got what types of enemies you're going to find there, what item, what master item you're looking for. Yeah. And you sort of want to plan your journey on this sort of 
um, like st- the Star Fox style map, mm. sort of like choose your yeah. own adventure. Pick, pick, pick which of the points you'll go to next. Yeah, and then obviously being careful not to get too far to the edge because obviously that will limit your choices. But um, obviously going to the middle might be too hard, theoretically. Um, but then you've also got, do you just want to skip uh, an area? You can just um, use fuel to jump past again. But you've also got to have food, so you've got to make sure that when you are entering ships, you're going for things like um, food and fuel yeah. and which sort of sections sections of the ship. And you really do need to sort of be planning a little bit ahead about what you're going to do next and how you're going to get there. And sometimes you just want to nip in and out of a ship just to try and get bits rather than mm. completely ransacking 100% of the ship. Yeah. Um, because there's enemy spawners on there and there is only so much ammo. Indeed. Which can really get you in stuck later on. Can indeed. Yeah, but it's it's got the narrator from the Stanley Parable. Yes, yes. Who uh, is interesting. And just the, the idea of the game. Mm. Everybody is um, a criminal of some sort. And and apparently dead, yeah. And you're rehydrated from a packet, <laughs> uh, and sent out into the world. And, and all the all of the, um, I think they call them clients. Yeah. All of the clients are like will have different things. So you might have a smoker who will cough periodically, and that will alert enemies to your presence. Mm. Um, but then you might have someone that's uh, is a, is a light eater, and you'll get sort of like twice the amount of use out of food <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot going on in there if you really want to dig into it. Mm. But yeah, it's a beautiful style. It's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it so far and I would like to know more about that. Yeah. Aww. Nice. Uh, I think that's everything I've played. Well then, time for this. Uh, Doctor, Um. yeah, I, I fell off a ladder while I was trying to just clear the gutters. And um, I just just wondered if you could have a look at this. Um, uh, the the bone sticking out rather a lot. Mm, let me have a look. Yes, physical health condition. Um, mm. yes, I uh, I seem to be getting more and more people, you know, with these these days. Have have you have you tried, you know, having a having a positive outlook about about imagining that your leg isn't broken? Uh, my brain is rather being pulled back by the level of pain I'm feeling. It's just. The air conditioning blowing on my raw exposed nerves is proving somewhat distracting. Well, I've heard that um, if you're someone who is experiencing pain and um, is, is having unpleasant experiences, exercise can be really good for getting you feeling better. Um, I'm not sure like how much exercise I could do. I guess I could lift some weights, but uh, that is rather causing the blood to gush out more swiftly. Uh, have, 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 has anyone told you it's it's all in your leg? Um, I mean, very much is. Some of it is outside my leg as well right now. What What about yoga? I'm not sure just how many forms I can do at the moment, apart from lie on the floor and bleed. Um, I mean, should I be compressing it or something? I, I, I think, I think that honestly, you know, maybe come back to me if this persists, but I think that a a good healthy outlook is is the best way to to, to treat this particular um aff- affliction. Um, is there anyone else I can speak to? Uh, no, you wouldn't do this with a physical injury. Don't do it with mental health. Bow. Gather, everyone, gather around, gather around, gather, 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 everyone in, everyone. So as you know. Deforestation is taking place at a massive scale. Millions of, of square miles of the rainforest were cut down last year. Some of it for wood, some of it for palm oil, some of it for just like, reasons unbeknown to us. But I propose that we start fighting back. What's your plan? Well, I think uh, as orangutans, we could take some advice from some of our nearest relatives. And perhaps try some guerrilla tactics. Oh yes, guerrilla, guerrilla tactics. What tactics have we got? Um, there's beating of chests. I think that's quite important. And just you know, punching loggers in the face so hard their entire skull caves in. Oh, that's some good guerrilla tactics. Yeah, I've 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 got a friend we could invite in. Yeah, he's a seal. A navy seal. Oh, you weren't there. You weren't there. You didn't see the things I saw. Oh, 
Oh, but I could, oh, I could kill them all. I could kill them all in a second. You think, what's it, 60 of you in this room? I could take you all out in seconds. I'm a Navy SEAL. Highly trained. Highly, highly trained. I've given up on dealing with things in a pleasant, you know, seen, just being seen as a beautiful, beautiful ginger who lives in the woods. Instead, I have decided rainforest, even. <laughs> Children again. No, I'm just going to leave that in. So, it is time that we employed our guerrilla tactics and Terry the Navy SEAL. Sorry, Lieutenant Terry the Navy SEAL. And and let slip the dogs of war. <laughs> so, what have you put in your eyes? Uh, really not a lot this week. Yeah. Uh, it's been a busy one. I've continued watching Hunter Hunter, Hunter X Hunter, whatever we're calling it. The the that show, the twenty eleven one. I am still having a lot of fun with it. It's um it continues to just like completely subvert expectation in really charming ways. Yeah. It keeps setting up things that I think are going to be annoying tropes and then like really selling me on the fact that it's gonna do the trope this time and mm. then not doing it. It was a really lovely example. I was watching some over lunch today. Um, they set up this female character where it seems like her whole thing is going to be, ooh, I'm going to get in and be all twisty and conniving and ruin the main two people's friendship and going to be really horrible to oh. them. And like five minutes in, she's like, oh no, they're actually really cool and they have a lot of potential. I'm going to train them up and that's fine. And I'm, <laughs> she just She's just watching them from a distance being like, let's look for opportunities to screw them over. And she keeps keeps going... They're really good and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they're really good and I'm getting frustrated because they don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're real. They got they got real good fucking potential, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And she ends up like just storming out, going like, "Nope, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Come with me. I'm teaching you. We're gonna be best. We're gonna be best friends of the family Yay. now." It's it's stuff like that that's just like really charming little takes on things. Nice. And like there'll be things that seem like they should take like forever, and there'll be like this huge arc. It's like, no, nah, we did that in five minutes. But this volleyball match—that's going to be three days, <laughs> three three episodes of just volleyball. It's sometimes you need three episodes of volleyball. Yeah, no, not volleyball, dodgeball, dodgeball. I, I've been watching three episodes in a row of dodgeball, and it's been great. Has it become a dodgeball shonen anime. <laughs> a li- it's become a little bit of a dodgeball sports anime for a bit, and, and they just to- sort of screaming at each other from opposite ends of, of the. Pitch? Do you, uh, do you play dodgeball? On I, the pitch? I think that a court, a court. Yes. Yeah. Um. It's it. It has been like okay. How can we? How can we use our cool magic abilities to be better at dodgeball? Because dodgeball is an important part of saving the world. It's a Actually, very important dodgeball match. How will you avoid enemy projectiles <laughs> if you can't avoid a dodgeball? A little bit, right? A little bit. I mean, I could yeah. have found that every time I had to do the the tennis fight in Bloody Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. That's not my special skill. Yeah, what? That's because you didn't go and do the three-episode-long tennis subquest. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> I should have had. Yeah, I should have had the the streaks going up the background where it's yeah. all just gone to like a color and streaks. Yeah, and and you know you've, may, you've, maybe you've, giving small children epileptic. <laughs> you've worked out how to do your new super secret technique where you hit the ball really hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, or or just hitting it at all. Uh, yeah, like a majority. If I could hit the ball back at Phantom Ganon a majority of times, as yeah. opposed to maybe one in yeah. ten. Here's my super secret technique. I'll move all of my magical energy to my eyes so I can see where the ball's gonna be, so I can hit it properly. <laughs> and then I will make Lim do the thing within the in the, within the reasonable time. Doesn't seem likely. <laughs> what about you? What have you been watching? Um. Uh, well, I have watched. I was watching a video today. Uh, Nathan Wilson. um, It's uh, Megamink Cylinder Rubik's Cube build uh, on YouTube. Basically takes uh, Megamink, the 12-sided, like, um, twisty puzzle, like a Rubik's Cube, and then just, like, carves some bits off the side and, like, belt sands it and, like, extends up a little bit at the top and makes, like, a perfectly smooth cylinder out of Megamink that... It goes from being just like a normal twisty puzzle to being this. Uh, you know how the the bump cube does the, yeah, the thing where it yeah, changes yeah. shape completely. It does that. Oh, it looks really cool. Um, I mean, and Mega Mix is probably one of my favourite twisty puzzles. So it's quite. It's, it was quite nice to see like 
a, a really nice shape mod on that, and he does a really good job of it as well. Like, and talk, talks through all the different steps about how like you have to be careful to make sure that you've tightened all the screws up before you start, because obviously once you stick it on the belt stair sander, it's got potential to start spinning. So, yeah, it was. A, I'm sure it's probably only interesting to randos like me, but yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed I, it. I find puzzle videos interesting and twisty, twirly, whatnots. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it does a really nice job. It comes out really nicely stickered. Yeah. Oh, I need to. I need to. I need to try and do the bump cube again soon. It's been a while since I've done the bump cube. I was doing a um, two by two dodecahedron. So, like the Ooh. Mega Minx is basically a three by three with twelve sides. Yeah, like a standard Rubik's cube. Um, do you remember the one I got from the works ages ago that was just sort of half finished? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one. Um, but it's more like a two by two, but slightly easier because there's more space to move things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's it's fun to do things like that yeah. and, and watch those videos and I like those creations so yeah. Heck. What else have you put in your eyes? Honestly, not really anything else. That's the only thing I've really had time for. Uh oh, there was the, there was the trailer for Death Stranding. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a fucking trailer, huh? That's the thing we watched. That's that was nine minutes of Kojima being very Kojima. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like I watched that trailer and underst- understand less of what that game is than I did going into the trailer. Um, 90% of the trailer was a man walking around with a backpack on, just sort of walking around like what appeared to be like the, the, the Lake District, with a, with a ladder and a big bag on his back. And then suddenly there were skeleton ghosts in World War One. Yeah, and people in hazmat suits yep. with um, those weird baton things from Last Jedi. People are using... Um, Babies in tanks on their fronts to see invisible monsters, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I have a fun fact about this Ooh. about this game, uh, which feels very. In- see, here's the thing. This is just like a, a statement of fact, but it sounds very in keeping with the tone of this fucking video game. Right. You know how Guillermo del Toro is in that trailer. Yes. He's not in the game. That's not Guillermo del Toro. That is. A Guillermo del Toro skin puppet being piloted by someone else. What I mean by this is, the the voice acting and the motion capture are not Guillermo del Toro. They scanned him in and they basically just took a different mocap and voice actor and made them wear a Guillermo del Toro suit. Ooh. Virtual, in virtual reality. Because Guillermo yeah. didn't have time or... I don't know, but it makes sense of a comment. Like, a few months ago, he made a comment, and people were really unsure what he meant, where he was like, oh yeah, no, I'm a... Uh, I don't really know much about what's going on with uh, with Death Stranding. I've seen a couple of hours of it, but I'm 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 more of a puppet in the game. And I assume <laughs> that that's what he meant, is, I'm a skin puppet. <laughs> I have donated my likeness. Yes. But I'm not in it. <laughs> yes. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's weird. I can't get the picture of Guillermo del Toro's skin puppet. Add so it, did they get a, like somebody who is head. like roughly the same build? Or? I I don't know. Can you? These questions s- have not been answered yet. I I'm right now. All I, we know is it's not Guillermo del Toro in that Guillermo del Toro skin suit. Is it going to be the same body as it is voice? I I don't know. I yeah. just know it's neither his movements or his voice in there. That's that's weird. A thing, that's weird. That is a thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Die Hardman. We can't. Oh, not Die Hardman. <laughs> Well, lots lots of interesting like double barreled names, but die Hardman. Yeah, lots of um, was it Hartman Hardman? Yeah, like I when the first time I was introduced to the name Die Hardman, I wasn't sure where the space was in it because I was wondering if it was Die Hard Man. <laughs> it's it's John McClane, Die Hard Man. Ah, I see. <laughs> We've been waiting for a John McClane game, I guess. <laughs> I suppose so. It's a new Die Hard game. Um. But yeah, I the first time I watched that trailer, there was no sound, and that made that all the more of a confusing oh, experience. Oh, you watched it live on last week's position. Yes, you? I did. I had no clue what the fuck was happening. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I and to be fair, when you watch it with sound, you still don't have much better. No, idea. not really. No, no. But like, it's good to be getting to see some actual 
it's more gameplay than we had previously. We we have confirmation there will be guns, which I'm honestly kind of sad about. Like every time we've seen this game for the last three years, it's just been a man walking through the Lake District with his bag and his ladder, and I quietly hoped it was just going to be a game about being a scientist wandering around some hills. Like I was hoping that that, that Kojima would just have the balls to go. Nope, I accepted an exclusivity deal with with Sony and like a hundred billion dollar budget to make a game where you just walk around some hills. There's a magic ladder in it. Yeah, there's a very good ladder. You can collect science samples. We won't tell you what they're for, but you can collect samples if you like. Put them in your bag. What? <laughs> That's the version of this game I kind so, of. Wanted. Someone needs to mod that version. I know. I kind of wanted that version <laughs> of the game. <laughs> Maybe we'll still see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what else have you watched? Uh, I, I finished Rat Queens Volume 6. Oh, yeah! Yeah. How was that? It finishes with the, um, oh, God, what's it called? It, it's basically a one-shot in the Rat Queens universe. Okay. Which is weird, because I suppose they do use a lot of D&D iconography in that, in that series. Yeah. Um... So it kind of makes sense that they did like a future punk uh, or cyberpunk um, yeah, as version with like a very different art style. Yeah, as this as if this was a different DM going. Okay, bring your characters over. We're going to do a one shot. Yeah, so it, it's it's the Rat Queens, yeah. and but there is they're living in this weird neon future and doing like visual hacking and breaking wow. into systems and chasing people down. <laughs> And, and finding out who's blackmailing people. It's it's a really good story and it's very nicely drawn. Yeah. Um, they did a really good job with that. So nice. I, I yeah, I would like to see maybe some more one shot stuff in the Rat Queens universe. If if the new team do as well as as the last ones did. Yeah. Is that uh, everything you've put in your ears? Uh, in uh, my, your eyes. Sorry, we're not. Uh, I, 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 I assure you, I did not stuff comic books into my into my ears. <laughs> Um, I started reading Lumberjanes Volume Eleven. Yeah, it's interesting. They've, um, you know how in comics time seems to last forever, and Bart Simpson's still only what eight years old. Yeah, so they're starting to address that in Lumberjanes that there is something going on with time in camp. Oh, the fact that they're not aging is being they're not aging. The summer is still ongoing because it's only yeah. summer camp. And so they've acknowledged the fact that it's like, oh, this should have taken more than a summer. Something is going on with time, and um, Joe is doing interesting experiments to find out what that's all about. That's oh. been sort of building up for a few volumes. I always like when a comic series will do something like that. They'll, they'll do a thing that they know the audience won't question because it's a genre trope, and then go, yeah, but that's a plot point, though. It is now. Yeah, we're going to acknowledge that this that 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 this that we're aware of this trope occurring. Yeah. Um. So there is a a giant wandering around, Ooh. um, causing all sorts of chaos, and and the greater mystery of what is going on with the things in the woods. <sighs> um, because obviously you've got the. Have you seen that read up to the like the woman who can turn into a bear? Yes, yes. yes. And then there's obviously like her history with Rosie. Um, the woman who um was a trophy hunter. Yeah, yeah. So she's she turns up again. Oh. Um. So yeah, there is a lot going on and lots of th- threads being drawn together. And ultimately, it's still lumberjanes, which is just so so awesome. So just fun and chill and lovely and fun. It well. fun and and lovely, but there's always something big going on. I mean, okay, they had, yeah. Have you read the Roland Derby issue yet? Yes! Yes! Roller, winning a Roller Derby competition against Sasquatches. They do a very good job of accurately portraying that sport. It's such a such a good comic book. Ah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm a huge Lumberjanes fan. I, I look forward That's to seeing you more of that. What about you? You got any other eye-based... That's, that's all my eye-based things. All of your eye-based things? Yeah. Well then, <gasps> time for this. Laura, Laura, have you got any sponsor? Who's our new sponsor? This week's sponsor is Death and Ori. Death and Ori. That's right. Do you like kids' nursery rhymes? Sure. Do you like death metal? Yeah. Would you like to hear death metal covers? 
of kids' nursery rhymes. This sounds fantastic. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round. And, round. and other such tracks as Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a bottle of water. Jack fell down and a broke his crown and Jill came tumbling after. Oh. Red and yellow and pink and green. Orange and purple and blue. Ooh, I, I can, can sing a rainbow. I can sing a rainbow. Sing a rainbow too. Where can people find this fantastic offer? Head to deathanori.lol.net and click on the big microphone, not the one with the skull on it, the other one. Oh, uh, no, you don't want to. You don't want to have a conversation with Satan. No, not again. Not again. No, no, he keeps you held up on the phone for hours. Right, constantly yeah. on hold. It's like he's just fucking with you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so just click on the nice microphone, not the scary one, and enter the code QNPS70, and you, you can get yourself five pounds, five pounds. off a digital download <gasps> of their first set of uh, of Death and Ori tracks. That's 20 tracks. <gasps> uh, all sorts of uh, classic uh, nursery rhymes done in the death metal style. That sounds perfect for getting me off to sleep at night. Right? Yeah. It's just, just the perfect lullaby, just something to... Nuzzle you off to sleep. Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Hi. 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 How's uh, how's business going? Uh, well, you know, it's uh, nearly E3, so uh, oh, yeah, other yeah. people are working very hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not us, not us. No, no, no. I mean, we're paid far too much to, to do anything like that. So, so I've, I've been having, I've been having my thinking about, uh, about next week's show. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, you know how, you know, we got that press conference and, you know, and people are going to be paying attention to what we're doing. Like, yeah, and, uh, yeah. So, you know, it, it, people have been saying for a while we need to own up to some of the bad stuff we've done. Yeah, more you know, transparency. So, yeah, and... yeah, yeah. So, I've got, I've got a brilliant plan about how we do that without anyone actually paying attention, but, like, we've done it if anyone yeah, asks. Yeah. So, I reckon, you know, between some of the big game announcements, yeah, we just sneak in a very quick, very rush line that's like, we defrauded you of all of your money and we stole everything and it's fine. And just pay no attention to it. Anyway, here's the new Shooty Bang Bang game. Ah, yeah. Well, I'm glad we got a new Shooty Bang Bang coming out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Or maybe we could just have it flash up on the back wall screen for like ah, yeah, just yeah. a fraction of a second. And it's like, it was there. Actually, you know, you know what we could do? Yeah. We could take as long as we want to say it because we'll just stick it in that section with all the sport video games that uh, everyone sort of mentally tunes out during. How about this? I, I, I saw this in a thing a little while ago. We take our apology and we slow it down to like a thousandth of the speed and then just play it over uh, the entire presentation. Uh, so so if, you if you play it really yeah, quickly, yeah, yeah. then you'll hear it. But it just sounds like a weird bass rumble throughout the entire thing. Then, that, then we did it. We no, no, did you, it. no, I, I, sorry, I, I, I had to stop for a second. You're a fucking genius. I know. So, so, what have you listened to? Really not anything too new. No. I've been too busy. I've too been busy. too busy doing the work. Yeah, I've been working very hard. And that yeah. will come to a head. So. That, that, by the time that, like, yeah, maybe not the next one of these. We need to work out what we're doing yeah. about recording the next one of these. Ah, that's, that's going on my to-do list. But yeah, I've, um, I've mainly just been, honestly, just re-listening to old things I've already listened to, lots of music that I know inside out that I can work to without much thought um, mm. and without paying much attention to. So I couldn't really even tell you what I've been listening to. No. It's just been mm, too too many, too many, too many. Yeah. Um, well, I listen to, listen to a few things. I finally popped some music on. I've been listening to so many podcasts recently, I forget to listen to music. Which is probably not terribly I, good for my brain. I go back and forth between those two modes of all musical podcasts, all musical podcasts. I, I need to get better at mode switching more regularly, because otherwise I would just listen to podcast, 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 and that does rather crowd one's mind. 
with yeah. listening to other people's words. At least with music, like you can let your mind wander a bit. And... Yeah, you don't have to pay attention to a consistent narrative thread. Indeed. With that in mind, I listened to some happy hardcore on Saturday while it was sunny. Oh, heck. Uh, I listened to uh, Greg Oladal's I Love Happy Hardcore number 25 special Nintendo set. It's Ooh. available on YouTube. Um, and it is just like lots of um, like Nintendo sound effects in happy hardcore tracks. Um, there is a, a lovely um, Legend of Zelda uh, remix. Um, oh, really? That doesn't make sense. Um, and I think that is um, Serial S3RL mm. um, featuring Mixie Moon called, and it's called Legend of Link. It's a really good track. Sounds like a good track. Um, who else is on there? Technical, Gamma and Technical. If you like Happy Hardcore. Um, uh, Oscor and Drew's Pokecore. Oh, it's it's a good track with some good Pokemon sound effects in it. Yeah, it's it's a nice just under twenty minute mix of lots of really nerdy happy hardcore. Heck. Mm. So yeah, what else have you uh, listened to? Anything else this week? Yeah, I've been listening to that Dice Funk. I've oh, been heck. saying it like I probably for the last ten episodes. You're really ramping up there, aren't you? Yep. Uh, once again, it seems very, very likely that we will have a 38-episode season, as seems to be the way. Like, the last, I think, this will be the third season in a row that I think we're going to have ended on 38 episodes and a post-show. Hackens. Yeah, I don't know how we keep doing that. Hmm. Well, you, you, I guess some of that is Austin's planning? Uh, no, every season he's like, we're going to have a shorter season this season. We're going to be more pacey. And nope. we as players are like, nope. What if, though, Austin, what if we took 38 episodes? Precisely. Not one more, not long less. Precisely 38 episodes. Oh. Um, yeah, Is so it since you started? Yes. <laughs> every season I have been on has been 38 episodes exactly. Is this because you like the consistency? Maybe. I, I like things to not change, okay? Um... But yeah, by the t when you listen to this, I haven't recorded episode thirty-eight yet, but it'll be out the same day as this. Um, it's probably going to be that finale, Heck. which I'm probably recording in like six hours. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. People might die. People we love. Yeah, yeah. We're apparently expected to expect Babish to already be dead, aren't we? Um, <laughs> yes. There have been discussions that Babish is. Dreg, Dreg suspects Babish will die. Yeah, so... I don't is... want Babish to die. Babish is the first time I've made a character that universally all of the player characters have been like, we love that character. And I gave you cake. Yeah, give me cake. Everyone loves Babish. Babish is my accidental creation, my child. You did, you did a beautiful job I with Babish. I created him and left him off into the world. Yeah, and Austin did a good job taking over. Yeah. It's very weird having someone else play a character <laughs> that you created. It's a very weird feeling. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's very cool. I'm... I'm so ready for all, all of the everything. You've built up so many allies. You've had so many adventures. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm curious to see what happens. So far, every season of Dice Funk that I have been a part of, my character has survived the season. We'll see if that happens. But I wouldn't. Here's the thing. I'm like, I, I, this time I'm playing like I'm playing the captain of the ship. I'm like, you have to go it, down with the ship, which has already it, gone down. It, it, it feels like Spoilers. if if there is a situation where. Someone has to, you know, go and turn the key in the nuclear reactor to turn it off, and it's like, yeah, whoever whoever does it is gonna die. Like, I feel like as the captain, I have to go. Okay, th this is this is for the crew, and I go. That that's the headset I'm going. The the mindset I'm going into that that episode with is like, I'm the captain. If 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 a situation comes up, I gotta be the captain. So we'll see if I survive. I'll try and survive. <laughs> You will survive, hey, hey, do 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 do. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm very nervous. I believe in you. The, the finale of nine months of storytelling is always a terrifying prospect. I can imagine. Yeah, 
I, I want to go back and re-listen to the first two episodes of the season, because I do this around the end of every season of Dice Punk. I always forget quite how much the characters have changed since their introduction. Yeah. They grow. They do. They they grow and develop. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing when you play a character for long enough. They, they yeah. are going to change. As yeah. I mean... You're levelling up. That, if any, yeah. if nothing else, is going to change the way you react to things, yeah. generally. Ma- Malbec was a much more uh, self-conscious character at the start of the season. Mm. She was a lot more, like, convinced she was terrible. And by the end of the season, she's like, No, I fucking got this! Yeah, because you're a badass hippo. <laughs> Just summoning fucking dragons left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. listen to anything else? Yeah, I listened to the um, new episode of Adventure Zone Amnesty. I've only just started listening. I keep getting messages from people, though, oh. going, Ooh, it's an episode! It's a hell of an episode, yeah. so I won't spoil it, but... Does, yeah, does it feel... Are, it's it's re- uh, two, two great podcasts just ramping towards the finale really okay. quickly. Just yeah. like, oh shit! Okay, okay, I need to listen to it then, because if, if it's ramping up to finale, I need to be ready, because I've got my two friends, Becky and Kida, who will probably, and I'll probably try and line up with you as well, and we'll all just go, let's all just fucking listen to it, yeah. and then have feelings afterwards. I mean, I'm already having feelings, I, I cried during this one. So. I'm not sure how ready I am. Uh, we'll see. I've got, I've got trains to take tomorrow. I might tissues on standby. I'll take tissues on the train yep. with me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, is that it for you? That's it for me, really. Well then, <gasps> time for this. Ooh. <sighs> <sighs> you know, um, you know them wind farms. Oh, yeah, them fancy white windows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we was talking about, like, the angry water. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. and the, the weather related to that. Yeah. Right, so did you know they're using wind farms to try and farm the wind so that there's not so much blowing around, oh. causing all these destructive, like, Typhoons and hurricanes and things. I heard, I heard, I heard that they're actually propellers for the country. Yeah. And yeah. It, Brexit's going to be a lot more literal than we thought. Right. They're right. going to just let the country fly away with the propellers away from Europe. Right. And closer to America, I imagine, yeah, based yeah, on yeah. you know the oh. trade deal they keep talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, of course, the other one I heard was that um. You know, chemtrails, yeah. Yeah. How they're using aeroplanes to distribute, like, neurochemicals. Yeah. Keep the population or those are, right? What they're doing, yeah. Because everyone knows about the wind turbines. Yeah. What they're doing, as well as farming the wind, they're also using them to disperse the, the, the chemtrails so people can't see them as well. And then it more less of a chemtrail and more of a chemical fog. Yeah. <sighs> oh. <sighs> Whatever they is. Yeah. They look very pretty in the field. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Are you looking for piping hot soup in your area? We can arrange piping hot soup to come right to you. How about some fresh, vibrant carrot and coriander? Hearty country vegetables. A nice, creamy sweet corn chowder. Something a little bit saucy, maybe a nice French onion. Or a spicy tom yum. How about some miso? Or even a roasted vegetable bisque? Mmm. Call the soup hotline. That's 1-900-VEG-BISQUE. 1-900-VEG-BISQUE. And our operators will hook you up with piping hot soup. Mmm. <laughs> 
Story time. Let's have a story. What's the story? Did oh, we're actually doing it this time. Yeah, ah. she had stories this I d- time. I do, in, I, I do, in fact, thanks to Becky for reminding me. <laughs> uh, Novel has suggested a version of you from the future has travelled to the present to stop you buying that tub of ice cream. I refuse to say why you shouldn't have it, but you really want that ice cream. So, trying to pull apart some narrative threads of this, like, mm-hmm. how well do I know my future self? Like, I, I don't think they would be telling me just because it's like, oh, you're going to regret putting on that that amount, that, that weight. No, it's not going to be that. It's like, what what actual bad consequence could there to be to eating that ice cream? Maybe you've been secretly injected with a thing that makes you violently lactose intolerant. Ah, just just temporarily. Maybe. Or what? maybe you had been impregnated by an alien and you were carrying the last child of an alien species. <laughs> and it's allergic to ice cream. And it's allergic to ice cream. Well, well, and and, you... and you, 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 future you had agreed to do it because these things live backwards through time. <laughs> so you have to agree to it in the future and then it happens in the past. But how how about this? How about this? The prompt here says you can't eat that tub of ice cream. Yes. Can I turn to my future self and go, can I have that one instead? No, you can't have that ice cream either. You, you said I couldn't have that ice cream, I though. can't tell you why. You can't have that one either. <laughs> can I have a different ice cream that is somewhere? You can have these profiteroles. Can I chill them so much that the, the cream inside is essentially ice cream? Yes. Okay. What if I, like, make my own ice cream at home from scratch? No. What if I make a vegan, not technically ice cream? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What about sorbet? That's fine as well. Oh, okay. That's fine. And can I eat ice cream again, like, tomorrow? No. When can I eat ice cream again? No more ice cream, I'm No, afraid. no more ice cream. No more ice cream. I can't take this risk and I eat the ice cream. <gasps> and then... Oh god, we're about to find the consequence. You feel yourself sucked back through time, and then spat back forward, back through time. Back to now, but it's a different now. (sighs) It's a different now. It's a version of history in which the Great Smog of London never ended, and through which London has somehow preserved. Oh, good thing we live slightly outside of London. But we can still see it on the horizon. It hangs like a purple and green mist. That's fine. I'll get one of those... Uh, I'll just put a scarf over my face when I have to go do work trips. Uh, and there are mole people that live in London that you have to be careful of because um, they've become mutated as a result of the... Does that include the mole queen? Yes. And I can't remember the mole queen's voice, otherwise it really would yeah, it is. A little bit almost like the shade. Almost like a shade. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's, it's sort of a bit more prim and proper. It's less slurred. It's very regal. I seem to remember. I seem to remember. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm the mole queen. The mole queen. What other story prompts do we have? Explaining Marmite to an alien. Laura, this one's for you. Okay, um... So, we... so why do you put this awful thing all over yourself? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's very similar to why like some humans like to have uh, hot chilies or... Um... Chilies are delicious and add flavour to everything, including these cornflakes. Well, see, you know when you have you have chilli, you know, they if you have enough of it, it will slightly hurt you, but that's part of why you like it. It does occasionally give me the hiccups. Indeed. So, the, 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 the idea of a food that can slightly hurt you, but you can still find delicious, that's Marmite. It's, it's the, the, instead of spice, it's for salt. It's the salt that slightly hurts you, but is very good if you like lots of salt. We are an invertebrate race, and we find it rather dries out our slime. Well, then you don't have to eat it. As the, as the earth saying goes, you either love it or you hate it. I feel no way towards it. I just don't want to smother it on my body. Well, you don't have to smother it on your body. You, you, all the more for me to sl- s- smother on my toast before I consume it with my human mouth. Those are children you're talking about. They want to burn that toast, precious. <laughs> Every time I try to do that, voice. <laughs> it doesn't want to happen on it. It doesn't want to happen, precious. It wants to speak Marmite on ourselves. Where's it going now? <laughs> hey, voice, where are you going? I want to smear the Marmite on myself. <laughs> 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 
Uh-oh. I can go broke on the freshers. I'll wrap some marmite on you so you feel better. You'll feel better for the marmite. I want you to imagine Gavin. <laughs> Gavin, Miracle of Sound done, who is on Podquisition. That, that, that'll do. That's a Gavin. Okay. I want you to imagine it. Right. Now imagine that he's just vanished. Gavin's gone. Gavin's gone. And as a result, <laughs> everyone's got heartburn. <laughs> Did Gav have all of the Gavin's gone? No, Gav was the spirit of alkaline, I guess. <laughs> Um, and, and was able to the, the, the one down, a man named Gavin who controls all of the world's heartburn. Yeah, and without him, the world falls into disrepair. And we need to go on a quest to find him, but we're all stricken with heartburn, so we can't go find him. Yep. While we're wearing large floppy hats, large floppy hats. Mm. Well, uh, Samuel West suggests a child who ran away from rich parents to be raised by uh, in a cave by goblins. A little boy with sass and pep <laughs> wound up on the dungeon step. <laughs> little goblin. Little goblin. <laughs> no, it would be little rich boy. Because he was boy. brought to the goblins. Little rich boy. Oh, little it's rich boy. You're the rich boy who... Who lives in our cave. <laughs> so, grab a pike and fart on the fire and pick your nose and attack yeah, people who come in trying to steal a bus of treasure. Little rich, but that's you. <laughs> I live with goblins. Yeah, it does. It does now, precious. <laughs> you run, go after my marmite. We've run out of marmite. And friends, Gav, I've got the worst heartburn. Gavin, 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 come back. Oh, oh god, it feels like I'm swallowing <laughs> a pumpkin! Have so we got any other stories? I think those, those those are the ones that really stuck out. So thank you to Arachnovolt and Tricky and Nerg and Bicky Twohill and Ostigirl and Samuel West. Thank you very much for your for your for your for your, for your suggestiones. That's yeah. all very helpful. So then <gasps> time for this. Do you want to know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors? Uh, Alright, Larry. Alright, Larry. How's it going, mate? It's going alright, it's going alright. Occasionally we're giving each other slightly different names so it's easy to remember. Well, you know, it feels like they were picked out for us by someone on the internet. Some cosmic deity that was... You know, thought it'd be funny to have rhyming names. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How's, yeah. Your, how's your how's your week going? Yeah, it's uh, it's not not been too bad. You know, uh, quite busy. Had a bit of a uh, bit of woodworking to do over the weekend. But, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Been a uh, bit all right, really. You been up to much? Oh, it's uh, oh, I've been all right. I've been uh, I've been, I've been having an interesting I've been having an interesting week. Um, yeah. I've, I've I've got some. Uh, I've got I've got a friend who's been. Yeah. Uh, he uh, wasn't able to run for a while. He's able to run again now, and oh. uh, that's been good. He's been getting back out on track. Nice. He's, he's had some prosthetics done, and oh, yeah, cool. he's, I've been having a great time. You know, just be, being really excited for him that he can be back to uh, doing the thing he really enjoyed. Yeah, I, I imagine there's there's a sense of freedom that comes from running. I personally yeah. am very unfit, but you oh, know, same. So I always, you know. Yeah. What watch like runners and just think, yeah, there's just a sense. Look at you traveling. There's a sense of freedom. Exactly. You're isolated it's, from. Yeah, it's the just the world. It's just you physically able to get around at your sort of peak performance. It's quite. Yeah. It, it's it's an amazing thing. But you know, I, I was very much enjoying watching my friend be back up to running. But yeah. um, some people, some people, are, uh, some mutual friends of ours, were a little too uh, seemingly focused on the wrong. Th- the wrong part of what was going on. Oh, don't tell me. Was it the uh, inspirational gang? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. inspiration born gang, which, yeah. you know, you know, for anyone hypothetically listening who might not be aware, you know, if someone was eavesdropping on our conversation, is is this whole thing of, uh, you know, when someone someone who is disabled does a thing and the, 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 the post will usually sort of, without asking the disabled person, will, will big up their disability to go, oh, you, the fact that you're doing this, it's a, it's an amazing thing. And because of this, 
the non-disabled people should, should you know, what excuse do you have now? Because this disabled did a good thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's this whole act of, uh, it's, it's framed like it's been, um, you know, like it's a compliment, but it's, it's very much pl- played to be like, we, we reckon that it's amazing you did this in spite of, of who you are, not, you know, it's it, oh, you gotta keep trying. Non-disabled people, the disabled people are catching up. It's weird in its whole framing. Yeah, the the, the the all the language around it is very squick. I must be yeah. honest. It's it's very it's like I saw one the other day that was squicking me out, and again, it was a running one. Was someone go? It was like, oh, if this person who has two legs prosthetics, if if they can do a running a race. What excuse do you have not to run? It's like, well, yeah. Well, there are lots of problems in the world. And firstly, not all disabilities are are visible. Yeah. And and not all of them are physical. Exactly. And like on top of that, usually these posts are done not with the consent of the person involved. You know, the person doesn't ask to be made a a point of comparison to encourage able-bodied people to, to do more with their lives. Yeah, I was a bit concerned about one of those um, t- TV talent show things oh, recently this... with the uh, the autistic person. Amazing yeah. singer. Oh, exactly. Wonderful, amazing but singer. The framing of, of oh, them yeah. being brought up on, on stage. The uh, I, I, Well, I mean, a lot of that was perhaps the way the, the video I was watching was cut. Yeah. But it, it did feel very well, sort of like... I think that's part of the problem, though, is the way that video was cut, that one that was going around this yeah. week, was it was very much cut to go... Here is here is this individual on the autism spectrum. We're going to present him to be as as uh, incapable or as laughable as possible, so that when he is very good at playing the piano and singing, that that is sort of used as a shock reveal. I, I think I think part of the problem, part of the problem as well, is it reinforces this whole idea that disabled people only have value when they are exceptionally talented. It's you know, for for that autism autism example, it's uh, the the idea of the autistic savant, the idea yeah. that like you know autism can be worthwhile if it gave you essentially a superpower, you know, and it it devalues you know the vast majority of people who have a disability and are average in their abilities in the you know in day to day life. Yeah. Um. I, one thing I will say about that video that was really nice was getting to see that kid happy flap at the end, uh, happy, yeah. happy stimming. You yeah. know, you know, he sees that too rare. So like, I I wasn't entirely opposed to that video, but like, yeah, there was yeah. definitely some inspiration porn framing. Yeah, and, the, and I think it was more the framing than anything else that yeah. just made it a little bit. Ooh. That's the thing. Just like be be careful about about your framing because I could totally see a way where you frame that and you, you know. Don't don't make the start set, set up a joke and just go. Here is Cody. He happens to be on the autism spectrum. Here's his fantastic song. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, it didn't. It didn't need the uh, the we caught you off guard preamble. Yeah, but that's how those shows function anyway. Like I think back to Susan Boyle years ago. Yeah, where it's like, oh, she's 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 not a supermodel that is twenty. She won't be very. Oh, she sung good. So yeah, just that's that's my takeaway this week is just you know, be watching out for people doing inspiration porn and just you know people in my life that are doing it. Just give them a little nudge and go, hey, just just be aware of this. Exactly. Should we have that? Hug, Let's then? have that. Hug. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I do look forward to these every week. I like my week. Yeah. <sighs> Good to just take a moment. Yeah. Ah. Should I put the kettle on, mate? Yeah, let's put the kettle on. Have a cup of tea. Yeah. Sat in the show that is Laura. Yes. You can be found your on the internet, darling. Laura K Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube, LauraKBuzz.com. And patreon.com forward slash Laura K Buzz. I'm back there. Heck, everything is happening. Um, so everything's gonna be a little bit all over the place because E3 is currently happening, but check out patreon.com forward slash Laura K Buzz. That is where you will be able to find all of my work together in one place and links to everything and support my work. And 
all that sort of good stuff, and there will be information on there about my schedule and what I'm doing once E3 is out of the way. I'll be streaming three times a week. I've got some video content. I've got some new podcasts like Tonal Whiplash, which is an interview <laughs> podcast where we ask uh, the special guests a serious question, a silly question, back and forth. It's a lot of fun. I've been very much enjoying that. Excited to see whether people enjoy it. I have a couple of books coming out. Things I Learned from Mario's Butt is coming out there out at the end of this summer. Blink, blink, blink. Um, Uncomfortable Labels is coming out on July 18th. The Uncomfortable Labels audiobook is coming out on August 18th. You can pre-order that now by going to laurakbuzzstore.com and that is the singular item on there currently. Mm. But you can pre-order that and get it sent to you as a DRM-free audiobook on the 18th of August. Uh, I've got a bunch of stuff. I contribute words to sci-fi fangirls that will hopefully be up by the time that you hear this. I'm doing a bunch of post-show live streams for E3. Uh, I've got a bunch of shit in the works. I'm going to be Just, a busy bunny. Yeah. Laura K. Buzz. Laura K. Buzz com. Laura K. Buzz. Patreon. Laura K. Buzz. Back to maximum creativity. Yeah. What about you? Where can I be found? I am Maniac yeah. Janiac on Twitter and YouTube. I'm on Twitch.com as Janiac. <laughs> I'm on SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud.com as Janiac Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on uh, PayPal.me slash Magnet if you want to send me some individual pens. Or if you want to join Tales of Inquiry or George Holt, you can uh, Patreon me over at patreon.com slash Radio. Um, and thank you very much for them for those. Um, I'm also on Badly Designated Heroes, which is 5th fifth edition uh, D&D podcast. Um, we fight rats. It's very important to deal with all of the rats, and there's a lot of rats. <laughs> there are an awful lot of rats in this. So many rats. But there's also me. I'm a furbolg druids with a dog or A furbolg druid? And I follow a very posh tiefling around and a Ooh. strange halfling monk with a pan on his head. But yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot going on for both of us. Busy, 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 busy bunnies. But anyway... Laura. Yes. Sing us out, darling. Until next time, be a stranger. <gasps>